Not allowed. Not even mad, bro. <laughs> you mad, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so, on this edition of the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, uh, beer tasting. Welcome, by the way. Thank Hello. you for joining us. Go left. Hi, friends. Hasta la taco. Hasta la taco. Yeah, I didn't know you were. <laughs> they say, they say uh, they're 16 ounces, but it always seems to be a little bit more than what's in the glass. Uh, so, oh, oh. Don't shake the table. Shake, shake, shake. I don't know if this is going to be globally available anywhere anytime soon, but um, I went to a. I recently went to a local uh, brewery. Not local necessarily here. It's only. It's a few hours away, but um, I went to a Stowe, Vermont. This actually came from the Alchemist. The Alchemist is well known for their uh, Heady Topper. Heady Topper. Yeah, uh, double IPA. Which Grapefruit. I finally tried the Heady Topper. Yep. And well, it's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah. It's I wasn't a, a big fan. It's a double IPA. One, Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to spend $80 buying this stuff. I spent $80 on other beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's like um, 400 Bud Light 30 packs. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. I literally dropped like 60 bucks at this place just bringing out flats. And I didn't get much for my $60. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how, that's how a lot of these local breweries are, though. So the one that I wanted to actually highlight was something that I thought was actually like a little bit different. Like, you don't see a whole hell of a lot of these. And you know what? I think it tastes interesting. <laughs> interesting. Uh-oh. That's When I first tried it, it was like one of those, like, you, you, you take a sip and you go, huh. And you take another sip. It's like, that's pretty good. Now, what I can say, this is, this is an IPA. This, they call this a dark IPA. This is the... From the Alchemist, the El Jefe. Isn't it Jefe? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Probably. Spanish. El Jefe. Okay, mm-hmm. El Jefe. El Jefe. El Jefe. Which means the boss. Of the Jefe. The boss. Okay. It's got a, a creepy Santa Claus cat? kitty cat on there. Yeah, yeah. Santa Claus. Get um, it? Because he's a cat. 7% alcohol by volume. What I could tell you is my girlfriend was with me. She is not a huge IPA drinker, and she loved this one. So when I bought one, she bought two. Fancy. Did you know you can visit the YouTube channel? To see what John has to say about this beer? Do we know who this John is? Well, maybe we'll compare our tastings to John. Or is it Juan? Well, maybe we can link it in the description, and then our listeners and watchers can compare. Just really quick, um, <laughs> on the on the brewery itself, the brewery, actually a really cool location. It's in the middle of nowhere, Stowe, Vermont. It's, like, it's, about, it's about five minutes or five, ten minutes outside of Montpe- Montpelier. Um, it's about 25 minutes away from Burlington, which is where I was ultimately staying. Um, it's not surrounded by anything. Like, you're literally, there's like school, farm, alchemist. That's Vermont. <laughs> that's, that's all of Vermont. Um, that's it. Hey, a cow. Uh, <laughs> oh, population just went the ta- up. The tasting room is actually the tasting room is actually pretty neat. Like what they kind of do is they don't have like a pub style. Like they'll have like two or three or four taps yeah. 
like uh, like set up and you know, like you can actually get free samples yep. of like whatever they have on tap like you can just keep going up and yep. just trying the samples they'll give you like I'd call it probably a three four ounce pour like if that and then you just go on to the retail and give them all your money and they give you beer I did not take the tour um I can kind of see the whole brewery, but they got, like, all kinds of fun facts. Like, they do a lot of good stuff for, like, the environment with, like, their wastewater, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool story. It's a cool place. Um, I would definitely recommend going. Like, if you're up there, I mean, you should probably go to Still Vermont and, and check out the, uh, the Especially outfits. for their happy hour, man, because they do that for, like, two hours. Their happy hour. They just have, like, three kegs open, and you can just go up as many times as you want and try as many different of those three beers as you want. I knew it was open eight hours a day. Oh, well. That's how it was when I got up there. <laughs> but <laughs> the uh, El, El Jefe? El Jefe. El Jefe. El Jefe. El Jefe. I'm not Spanish. I'm sorry, guys. Cheers. Cato Fuego. Salud. Huh. Now you'll have... <laughs> See? <laughs> First now, sip is always the crispiest. Now, you'll actually notice if you actually pour this beer, it is, <laughs> it, is, it is a very dark beer. It comes up with like a, like a nice, like... Kind of like tannish, golden brownish uh, head. It's like a black and tan. Essentially. Almost. Kind of. Kind of looks like that. Um, as far as dark beers go, I would say this probably is a smidge on the heavier side. If you're it's, in it's pretty heavy. smooth, um, I would get full from one of these. But it's like, uh, I wouldn't feel like full. But that, that's a good word for it. like it's it's silky smooth. Like it's crazy. It's like, no, again, I, they, I, they call this weird. a dark IPA. Like it's definitely dark, but it it has a really the, smooth finish. You get the little bit. You get a you IPA, get a hint of all all those. Uh, all those lovely flavors that that we need, yep. but uh, yeah, it's pretty good beer. That's actually not bad. I'd smash a few bananas over it. Gross. I think we uh, use the smash bananas for the album reviews, which we're gonna do later. Uh, foreshadowing. Pretty solid beer. Solid beer. No, I hope not. How would you Maybe rate a that? liquid beer? How would I rate it? <clears throat> By the way, this is gonna be twelve fifty a piece, guys. Out of seven. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> do you take food stamps? <laughs> yeah. Um, you got a wick. That's all I got. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Good stat. I'm only gonna drink. <laughs> I'm only gonna drink half of this. You can have the rest. <laughs> I'll pour it into yours. You Deal. Deal. Back in the can. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big IPA guy. Uh, I do like dark beers though, so that kind of sways me a little bit. This is definitely a happy median. Uh, truthfully, I'd give it a four. Four out of six. Very four nice. out of six. Yeah. One of the things I did like about the Vermont breweries, I went to a couple other different places. Um, uh, another place of note was a Queen City Brewing. They actually had like a, it was just a dark ale, and it was just like like they they had mainly like a German theme. And like when I saw it, like I, I just keep thinking like beer fest when they had those <laughs> massive fucking mugs of like this dark beer. Das like, boot. Pretty much. And, I'm like, oh my God. and like that was actually wicked awesome too. I actually came home with a growler of that, but I didn't save that for these guys because it was in a growler, and that needs to be drunk. Like within 72 hours. Drunk and apparently drink. so do you. Drink, dude? Yes. <laughs> if I go more than 72 hours, we're having a bad day. What do you think, Ben? What do I think of it? Um, I, you know, following Dave, I'm not an IPA person. <laughs> um, it's good. Like, I, I, I like the dark beer, so you get a little bit of both. Yeah. I think now that I've sit and my palate's figuring out what the fuck's going on, you get a funny aftertaste for them. Like right now, I'm getting this kind of weird. There's a little something-something there. You know, uh, I think the hops catch up with you. You know what helps with aftertaste? More beer. I mean, probably. I just, um, see, I just need more first taste. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably would have followed Dave on a four, but the aftertaste is kind of killing me. 
I don't really get too much of that aftertaste. You don't get, yeah. I mean, I, it's there, but I, I I understand where he's going. I mean, there's a little something-something there. There's like a little hot burn. Yeah, I mean... Any, I, I call it hot burn. Anytime you have to... Anytime you have an IPA, though, that's to be expected. I mean, that's that's, that's yeah. what it is, you know. It's just hoppy AF. Um, I, I actually would give it a three. Three. Three okay. to six. I am an IPA guy. As long as my the IPA meets my parameters, I'm also a dark a dark beer guy. I'm an all beer guy. <laughs> all all beer. So that like this is like a cool like little like cigarette. Um, I I literally had Anthony's first reaction when I first tried it because I was like I, I saw I saw the description where it says dark IPA. Take <laughs> a sip and I went huh. And then I went huh. <laughs> and it just keeps on going. <laughs> and then six lighter. And then what so happened? forth and so forth and so forth. Um, I thought it was wicked cool, especially for like you know, wicked like for a uh, for for a smaller craft brewery. Uh, for me, it's a five out of six. Ooh, this is a great beer. I, Fancy. I could, I could enjoy these. I wouldn't drink these like a fish. Like this is like one of those yeah, things. It's heavy. It's I heavy. would probably like have like one of these as like a uh, like as like a luxury beer, mm-hmm. and then I would just go back to like the uh, the gasoline lights <laughs> and drink like a fish for the rest of the night. Fair enough. But this would be like my little cat my Cadillac treat to myself. Especially $12.50 a piece. Huh. <laughs> you don't right. need a Cadillac to get it. Well, time. then, okay, kids. Okay, they weren't $12.50 a piece. It was actually $12.50, I think, for the four pack, which is not terrible. That's not terrible. That's a pretty common price for, for a micro, yeah. Uh-huh. Which is why I'm telling you, it's very easy to spend $60 and not walk away with a whole hell of a lot. So, uh-huh. small straight, 543. Good job. It was good. Beer is good. And stuff. Huzzah. Heavy opinions. Oh man, I drank way too much. Which makes me sad. That's, that's okay. the uh, that's the tinnitus activator. The what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Tinnitus sphincters. All I can hear is ringing now. <laughs> Welcome to Heavy Someone Metal Over Six. Phone. Welcome to the Heavy Metal Over Six Pack Podcast. The only place you can find rock metal, local, national, and international reviews of Green said music and beer. Oh. Did you come up that by yourself? That's pretty good. Yeah, I did. That's not bad. Yeah, right? We should get him a sticker. Hey, I win. It's helping. Stickers, stickers are fun. I help good with an A. I is help. want. Help. <laughs> I, Jim, I, Jim Halpert. I, I didn't tell the guys that uh, I was going to do this. Well, Uh-oh. I kind of told I kind of told uh, Dave that I was going to do this. But I decided I wanted to start today's episode with a, uh, a public service announcement. PSA! 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 So Anthony and myself got the, uh, had the uh, pleasure of uh, checking out a uh, pretty cool concert. At the uh, Worcester Palladium on last Friday evening. Worcester. Last Friday evening, we we um we had the delight of seeing the the In Flames. Red. Uh, arriving in autumn, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, I believe so. And swamps of Huckamuck. Yep. Swamps of Huckamuck. Huckamuck. Uh, they're they're great. Oh, they, they did a killer, 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 killer cover Children of Downfall of by Children of Bodom. How do you feel about covers, Marcus? I enjoyed that one. <laughs> well, I enjoyed that one. Like yeah. it, they did well, especially with the, like only four of them. Like nice. And the important part was their keyboardist nailed it because there's like those cool like like little uh, interludes in between like the heavy parts where it's just a keyboard and it's just beautiful. And he nailed it. And I was there like, if he didn't nail that, I would have threw something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to throw, so I'm going home with one shoe. <laughs> so swamps of Huckamuck, <laughs> and they had cool T-shirts too. We gave Anthony all of our cash. That way you could buy one. So public service announcement is uh, what? <laughs> okay, so the public service announcement. So uh, what I would ask the general public is to not be this guy. 
not not is be it, that guy? Uh, you don't want to be the guy that shows up. So, you know, the, the first couple of bands to play, there's usually a local opener. The place isn't, like, really packed yet. The energy level is usually, like, at a certain uh -oh. level at that point. I know what's going on. <laughs> so what happens is you get these really classy broads <clears throat> and these little really classy broads bring in these really classy dudes. So you get some guy, and, and to his credit, I mean, he just spent, like, 50 bucks on, like, an In Flames long-sleeve tee. But um, he's, he's running around double-fisted with an open cup mixed drink in one hand and a tall Corona in the other hand. And like I said, the local opener, usually, you know, the energy level isn't quite there yet. Like, you know, the, it, it takes a little bit to, to get everything, like, get warmed up. Get the juices flowing. So I don't need some drunken buffoon with two fucking <laughs> drinks in the air holding him up above his head like this. If you're watching on YouTube, like this, like this, because I am obviously the life of the party right now. I am the reason why you came to the Worcester Palladium. <laughs> For me to come over next to you, say, let's fucking go, Worcester, and spill my fucking open cup drink all over a human being, not once, fucking twice. After the second time, I swear to God, I wanted to drop the dude. And I'm, like all, left. and I'm all for moshing. Like, I'm all for moshing, but this guy sucks. Sucks, <laughs> sucks, sucks. Read the crowd, bro. You can tell when there's going to be a mosh pit. You can tell when people want to be in a mosh pit. You can tell when people want to fight you for dumping their drinks on you. <laughs> but then, on top <laughs> yeah. of it, the last part of my public service announcement, like, don't be this guy, is this open cup drink ended up on all over that fucking floor. Yep. And I don't know what the Worcester Palladium floor is made of, but it does not It's probably absorb. like, it's got to be that gym floor stuff, right? Like that, like, black foam. It doesn't handle water. Yeah. Because what happens is when wetness gets on top of it, it turns into a skating rink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then when the energy level did get up and this fucking buffoon created this big ass motherfucking circle, it had to be like 50% of the fucking floor was covered in this dipshit's drink water. So when a mosh pit did open up, all we did was pick people off their ass all the whole time because all they did was go, boom, bam, boom, <laughs> bam, boom, <laughs> bam. It's like, this is all because of him. I paid money for this. That guy right there. <laughs> I yeah, and, and then somebody almost knocked him the fuck out because he almost went down and couldn't get back up. Right. It's like, it's like, like I don't even want to mosh now because this guy like ruined everything. <laughs> Not that I wanted to mosh anyway. I actually wanted to enjoy the show. Plus, it's red for Christ's sakes. Like, who the hell's having... That got, that got violent for red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one got put in earlier at some um, But it's like, man, but... So Breathe your life into <laughs> exactly. me. People are going so, crazy. That's my public service announcement. Don't be that asshole. Don't be that guy. Don't no, be a dick. I will never be the guy that tells you not to drink before an event. <clears> I'll <throat> never be the guy that tells you not to be drunk, but don't be the drunk asshole. Yeah. It's just like falling asleep first at a party. You don't want to be that person. Don't do it. Don't be that jerk at the show that ruins it for everybody. Like, everybody paid money to be there. That's what's insulting. Like, my whole thing was I'm not here to see you, bro. Well, that was I'm just not it. here to see fucking you and have and wear whatever that fucking gnarly ass cocktail you were drinking. <laughs> it's called a trash can. <laughs> it's whatever the bartender can find in all the bottom shelf alcohol. Yeah, great. Any thoughts Perfect. on the concert or anything before we move on to our real stuff? I mean, it was. I, I think I brought it up to Marcus a little uh, afterward, but uh, in flames when when they played, which was it was an awesome set list, the whole nine yards. 
But you can tell that they've done it for so long that they're not worried about like song, 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 song. I have to play a song and just kind of hang out for a little bit, like talk to the crowd, like point shit out, then just go to the next song. But the coolest thing I think about it is that they actually went to almost, did they go to every album for the most part? Uh, they went to a whole, I, I don't know if they touched every one of their albums, but like they definitely hit all the oldies, like right. the Jester Race was yeah. covered, Colony, uh, Horacle, Which is nice. Clayman. Um, Come Clarity was in there too. Uh, Take This Life, which is funny because we talked about that too. That was one of the ones. I mean, otherwise, it's a very good, very good show. It was a great I mean, show. The guitarists are retarded. So. I like how every time he did a solo, he got the a little, little light would go on. He got like a little like, ha! <laughs> yep. <laughs> I looked it up. Uh, both guitarists are original members. Both of them are? Yep. That's fantastic. Uh, bass player is actually the newest, and then the drummer was new. Good job sticking it out. Like, the drummer the looks newest. like he's half their age. Yeah. yeah he's good, though. He's, he's very good. All right, cool, man. With that being said, I think we got headlines. Heavy metal headlines. That's my shit. We're like halfway there. I understand. Believe me, I'm not knocking anybody's. I'm not knocking anybody's editing skills because, like, I'm fucking. As far as I'm concerned, fired. How do you feel about what you just did right there? I just wanted to. I had to throw it in there. That's cool. Oh, look, there's, can, we can see ourselves on TV. <laughs> there's, uh, there's certain songs. I, didn't realize that the, I wonder if you can edit that. Of course you can. Can you? Yeah. Okay. That's Just easy. Uh, what, what ends up happening is... I'm dating the bill of rights. Sorry, guys. I know, I'm reco- <laughs> I, know, I know I'm recording this. You're, you're listening to our uh, editing meeting on the fly. Um, sometimes you have to like update the link. That way, like that might be why, because I, I saved it like this because they're all separated. <laughs> But I learned I learned how to update the link. So like once you go into like the edit screen, you can change the title. Okay, easy enough. Chocolate milk. Okay. No, there's a couple songs, man. Like, you gotta finish. You gotta finish them if you start singing them. You know. I get you. Like, I'm just saying. How do you feel about your performance? You just laid out there. I feel okay. It was it was a really nasally crappy cover of Bon Jovi. The acoustics in here are just terrible. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's my nasally voice. It's a little on the cool side too. I'm never gonna be in a Bon Jovi cover band. No. But if I was, I'd call it John Bovey. That makes sense. <laughs> bon John Obi. Please make sure to uh, comment we'll on this video and let me know if you'd come see my band, John Bovey. I am also going to do a John Bon Jovi cover band. I'm going to call it Anchovy. Ah, we could do like a battle of the Bon Jovi bands. We could. Where everybody just... Stays in a bar all night listening to Bon Jovi. Do you understand how many drunk people there would be because of that? Like, how many of those songs would just get people... So so mine can be Cinnabon Jovi? Oh, <laughs> you can have now the parody one. somewhere. Oh, fucking lost already. It's going to turn into a karaoke night. I don't know. My, my anchovies, could, we could all be decked out. I still say uh, John Chuck Caesar, Chuck Caesar salad at people. Yeah. It's like, what does Caesar salad have to do with Bon Jovi? Anchovy. Listen, pal. <laughs> Why does my salad have fish in it? We're doing good. We're 10 minutes into the episode. Man, and what if... It's a good start. Digressing. Like the, the Jovi Bond Traps. I went to the Bond Trap brewery. I wasn't happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't they escape from Austria to make you that beer? Yeah, and their service sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, a little ball gets stuck in your throat. Woo! Interesting. Oh, that's what straight nitrogen tastes like. It, it just, <laughs> it, oh my god! Interesting for a family that prides themselves on being the the first to uh, have uh, wide scale hospitality business. 
in the mountains. That makes sense. Uh. Actually, fun fact about the Vaughn Traps. Apparently, they were a traveling singing family. I that had no sense. idea. I have not seen The Sound of Music ever in my life. That's ever. exactly who they are. Those, <laughs> are, the, those, are, those are actually... Um, I know. Okay, okay. Like we're saying, like, they wear lederhosen and they sing several things and they escape Nazi Germany. I think one of the original members is the person who sat me at our table and then ignored us. I was there for an hour. I got one beer. And ignored us. Oh, good. One beer in one Service. hour. You wasted an hour of my life when I could have been drinking in Burlington. Yeah, well, Code Factory. That's one more beer than they had in Germany. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Do better. Okay, anyway, let's do headlines. I'm I'm going to start this one. Ooh. Sure are. Sure am. So, there is a band, if no one knows about it, known as Grey Days. Days as in D-A-Z-E. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, back when he had long hair too. <laughs> he did. He had hair. <laughs> no, I mean he's always had hair. He just started doing all that well, that's crazy what I mean. stuff he did and then like shaved the, his yeah. head. But uh, so this uh, Chester, Ch- Chester, Jesus, Chester Bennington, uh, pre Lincoln Park. Uh, that is the band in which came before Lincoln Park. Um, so they plan to honor the legacy of the late singer by releasing an album of re-recorded material originally written in the 90s. Uh, in a recent statement from Chester's widow, Talinda, uh, she shed some light on the project, which was put in motion before Chester took his own life in the summer of 2017. Um, earlier this year, it was reported that the reactivated... That's a big word. There's a lot of vowels in there. Uh, ...group in the studio with Jamie Bennington, his Chester, son. and Talinda's son, yeah. uh, as well as members of Korn, P.O.D., and Bush... Uh, they all worked on these songs uh, to Chester's fans with newfound meaning. And this is quoted, One of Chester's greatest gifts was music. The only thing he took more pride in was being a father to his children. That was um, by Talinda herself. She actually shared it on Twitter. But um, she also made a later note. Um, Given how much he cared, he wanted fans to hear everything he did. And his musical journey started with this band, Great Days. So, yeah, I mean, essentially, which, I mean, that seems, that's a pretty awesome thing to... Yeah, if you look up some of their first shows, he had, like, long purple hair. Like, sense. long, like, almost, like, <clears throat> it was, like, slicked back, but long, so it almost looked like a mullet, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, super long hair, and, uh, I don't know, they're kind of alternative. I thought they were all right. Uh, he had, because he had three different music projects. He had uh, Grey Days, Linkin Park, and Dead by Sunrise. And uh, Dead by Sunrise was, like, the more popular of his oh, alternative, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, his son, they, they made a, uh, he said, I remember right after his death, his son said they were going to make, like, pretty much like a super group. They got uh, Marcos from P.O.D., like you, you mentioned, the guitarist that was in P.O.D. for the longest time. Yep. And uh, I, I don't remember who the other two people were, but uh, I... All around, I mean, it's it's a good set. I'd listen to it, and I haven't heard any of their updated stuff, or I don't really think I've heard more than, like, one Great Days song in my life, so that'd be cool to check out. Um, and she, she finished, so um, I'll have Marcus set up the actual link, but it has the whole tweet. I just kind of read a little bit from it. But uh, the last thing she actually said in closing was, um, the Great Days uh, project is one of the ways... We can continue to tell Chester's story and connect with his fans, which is kind of cool. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, they do a lot with Chris Cornell, too. I believe they released a lot of unreleased stuff as well from mm-hmm. him, which, um, which is cool. That yeah, it's People awesome. can still... That there's so much stuff still not out there that can be put out there. It's kind of like almost in memoriam, I guess. Yeah. In a sense. So, yeah. So, that'd be kind of neat. I think it'd be awesome. I'm definitely going to check it out now. Do, do they have any uh, release dates? Is it already out? No, it doesn't say. Okay. I'll keep this, on checking uh, headlines was, then. This is from actually today. So Nice. That's the first. Heard it first here, friends. There we go. Well, by the time you hear this, you won't, but that's fine. Yeah. be such old news by the time you hear mm-hmm. this. Yeah. The album will already be out. And yeah. Told ya. <laughs> yep. Our kids will be doing a tribute podcast for us. <laughs> Pretty much. No. No, not yet. What? <laughs> All right, Dave, you got anything for us? Uh, no, I took a back seat today. You did. I sure did. Cause, uh, I thought you had all kinds of stuff. Well, I did. But with all the with the amount of headlines that were flooded through the through the group text. Well, talk about one. All right, well, look, guys, if, uh, if you're a fan of Slayer, or you've ever been a fan of Slayer, uh... I hate to tell you this, but if you have hopes and dreams about them ever doing a tour again or ever making new music, uh, that is absolutely done for. And they, they are, are finished. Uh, they are all the way done. And they've said, like, over, like, this is not like a publicity stunt for them either. Like, like oh, we'll just string people along and then surprise them with a surprise album. Like, they no, already like, did that twice. So they are done. Do so many times. Slayer will never do another show. If you wanted to see Slayer live, you missed out. That's it. Move on with your life. Find something else to cry about. There's a um, lot of videos of their their final, final, final show. Yeah, where they did like a kind of a goodbye and everything. And yeah, that the farewell the show has been been flopping around. So. Farewell show was uh was definitely something to be uh, noted and. If you haven't had the chance to watch it, I definitely recommend watching any one of those videos of their farewell show. Um, but they are adamantly adamant about never making new music again. Adamantly adamant. Ever. Like Adam Gontier. Like I don't like I think the only thing they could ever like do to like really make fans understand is like like host a funeral service where they like bury all their stuff and put a tombstone on it. Like that's literally like the only way people like actually understand how done Slayer is with being Slayer. Yep. So makes sense. If uh, if you're a Slayer fan, I'm sorry, but uh, it's just not going to happen. They are they are never coming back. Enjoy what you have. Uh, find whatever videos you can of that farewell show, um, all their old music, all their other albums. But there is nothing new coming down the pipe from them. So don't get your hopes up, kids. I'll do it. Uh, Kerry King did mention that he was going to be, uh, he's actually going to be working on like another super group. Um, I believe the bass player, his name is escaping me. He's done. He's like, I'm out. Peace out. These super groups are popping up all over the place. Well, oh, it's yeah. like the thing now. It's like a small world deal. It's like yeah, all, these, well, I mean, all the- these artists like know each other and you don't, you don't want to go find like the newest and greatest thing. We just want to keep recycling old timers. Well, I mean, the music industry is pretty small circle anyway. Um, in order for you to make it, you need to, you need to know people and you need to tour with people. So. I don't know. I feel like anytime there's any kind of issue with band members, they're like, oh, well, who can we get? And they're like, oh, well, who's on the market right now? Like, oh, well, Slayer's not putting out any music, so <laughs> now we have uh, two guitarists and a drummer that can <laughs> yeah, right. potentially come our way. We'll call it, it Slayer. Like <laughs> that was like the longest farewell tour ever, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they went all over. It was like they 10 were, years. They were, well, yeah. <laughs> no comment. There's at least three. Yeah, but I understand they want to do it right. Like, can you imagine doing that for the majority of your life? Well, they did, like, the cycle, like, a couple of times. Like, they came to Boston, like, on three different occasions. Yeah. I think they went to The final Slayer tour. It's like, don't worry, guys. They're coming, like, two more times. I already saw the dates for next year. It's, like, the same dates as today, but next year. year. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. That is fine. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. Anthony, you got anything? I do. Uh, We spoke a little of Evanescence. Uh, last Whew. episode about the, the drum set thing, and sure we did. This is uh, more, I guess, on a positive. I, I guess <laughs> on uh, an up note. I mean, it's, it can't be any worse. Um, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that way. If anyone hasn't hasn't heard, they did. Uh, well, technically, I, I feel like it's just Amy Lee, but Evanescence released the um, Fleetwood Mac cover of the Chain. Oh, if anyone if anyone's heard it yet, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's okay. I haven't heard I've, it. I've heard better covers, so I, I kind of I'm <laughs> a little spoiled on that, but it, it's not terrible. Um, but uh, with an interview with Miss Amy Lee, um, you know the whole Mexico performance, um, she revealed that the band's studio plans for 2020. Um, their last release, Synthesis, was in 2017. Really? Yep. And then a self-titled was a, you know the original 2011. Now. The thing that kind of confuses me is that I'm gonna kind of read this from here. Uh, during the session, the singer described the upcoming album as dark and heavy. Um, but what confuses me is that she compared it to the sound of their forthcoming effort, the song, the I'm sorry, the album, their sophomore album, The Open Door. Which that was I've, their sophomore album? Yeah. Is that the one that had Sober on it? Yep. Okay. Which I find weird because <clears throat> those songs aren't... They're not heavy. No. At all. No. Those are like radio-friendly rock songs. Dark, dark and Heavy would be their first album. Like, maybe their lyrics, but that's... Like, when people listen to music, like, all right, pretty much every music... Every, the majority of songs have sad and dark lyrics, so... it's it. Uh, but that's not, that's not a very... The thing is, is that, like, the only good song... On that al- album is "Call Me When You're Sober." Yeah, sober. which is if I, I mean honestly, the first album was much better in my wasn't, mind. So correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that because of the fallout with uh, what's his name from Seether? That I'm not sure. The lead singer, because they both they both wrote they both split and then they wrote songs about each other. I'm not sure. She said, "You never call me when you're sober," and he said, uh, "What is it? Who's to say when your soul has had it all or whatever? I don't know. Whatever that song is, fake it." Fake it, yeah. Maybe it's possible. I don't. I can't confirm it. They're both right around the same time. I don't know. Speculation. (laughs) Who knows? But Uh, I I just think it was was strange that they considered it like, oh, it's going to be heavy and. Well, maybe it's heavy for them. I mean, I mean, maybe. But then you look at their first album. That that album's heavy. So, but here's I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Just because it's in my mind. The weirdest thing to me is that the song "Bring Me to Life." Like I like having that male. Like screaming and that kind of sound behind it, but uh, we talked about this before. I don't know if, if you yep. were with us when we spoke about it, but the yep. fact that that wasn't even their choice. Yeah, like, the that label was a made them do it. They went thing. home. Mm-hmm. They went home and they weren't going to record it. Yeah. And then the label was like, "No, you have to do this because the new metal kick was going on." Mm-hmm. Amy but Lee it didn't want. Yeah, they, but she didn't want anything to do with no. rapping in any of her mm-hmm. songs. And "Bring Me to Life" was already done, and they were like. 
oh, we're going to add this to all these songs. And then when they walked away, they're like, okay, we'll just do it to this one. And then it turns out that song is the number one hit from their album, mm-hmm. aside from My Immortal years later, yep. because My Immortal took years to get mm-hmm. popular. That one's good, too. It's good, but it's not... It's just, the, the first song on that album is really good, too. I forget the name of it. That, look, that whole album. I could listen to that whole first album over and over and over again. That is a great album. Agreed. Tourniquet was good. Mm-hmm. Bring Me to Life was good. My Immortal's good. Uh, I like the I, band version of My Immortal. Yeah. Because it's mad quiet, right. and then the band comes yes, in, and, and the it's band, kind yes, of like exactly. one of those like, goosebump right. moments. Yes. Yeah, that's the best version of it by far. Um, I kind of think that... like they. I don't know. It's tough, because... Usually I side with the uh, with the artists, you know, um, and kind of sticking it to the label and doing their own thing. But specifically for that song, I feel like I feel like they had a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of potential to make a bunch more songs like "Bring Me to Life" and kind of take over, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially in that time when, like, you know, it was it was all Lincoln Park and. Seether and Evanescence and Breaking Benjamin and all these things, you know, like that was the sound. They had like a little niche sound inside of a niche that was blowing up. Right. And I feel like they could have taken it and ran with it. Uh, obviously, if it's not your thing, Amy, like totally get it. That's fine. Uh, however, if it was me, if I saw that we had success on something like that, I'd try to recreate it. But that's just me. I don't know. People do their own things, no, man. I just it was I just kind of grabbed me a little bit the whole like darker heavy thing and like lithium like even... lithium's a mad slow song sweet sacrifice is a mad slow song maybe they're going more Pink Floydish that I mean that's fine I didn't even know that they put out another album Dude, after that one I didn't realize Evanescence I, had so many albums yeah Holy I shit. do exactly yeah, at, so there's the Open Door 2006 the Self is 2011. Then they had Lost Whispers 2016. What? And then they had Synthesis, which was 2017. Yeah, I didn't know about any of those. Oh, this one's alive. Okay, this is. And that. Last man. one I heard was there, the self, which the song "What You Want" is. The f- I remember hearing that song, and then the rest of the album's kind of. It's always, it's always depressing, man. Because title albums, their third album. <laughs> Figure that shit out. All right, I'm I'm saying this on a whim. I have not listened to any of these albums, so. Uh, if you're a fan of Evanescence, or if you're Evanescence yourself, uh, don't take it personally. I haven't listened to it, but... Uh, don't listen to the Anywhere But Home one, their live one, 2004, because if you listen to the... What the hell is it? Oh my God. Uh, Bring Me to Life live version. Their uh, guitar man who does all the voice stuff Vocals, yeah. is not good. Really? It is no... No... Like not even like remotely. She does the scream. Definitely Whoa. he can't. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's okay. But no, like it's like wake me up. Like that's how it sounds. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> it's like oh oh There's, no. There, look, man, it's tough because like live shows are tough. Um, but don't make an album out of it. Yeah, like you gotta like listen yeah. to it. You know what I mean? Like right. I get it. Everyone's got a bad. Everyone's got a bad I show. Understand. If it, if it becomes like a repetitive thing, if like all your shows are bad, then it's like okay, like time to step away, do something else. But uh. I don't know, man. I, I, it always makes me think of uh, that band Ten Years and that yep. when they do uh, Wasteland. Yeah. How the lead singer can't hit the high part anymore. Mm-hmm. He like literally all of his shows now. He just puts the microphone towards the crowd. <laughs> Smart. Like <laughs> uh, instead of uh, listen.
Okay, I expected much worse after you. Uh, yeah, after you that's presented. actually not bad. I guess. Like I was, I was like preparing for like god awful. I don't like it. Sorry, listening audience at home, you can't listen to what we're listening to. Shame go, me. go listen to the the live version Shame of "Bring Me to Life" me. on their album. It doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> Anthony doesn't like it. Oh, I mean, it's it's. The I have live the album. Version. Like every time there's a live version, it's gonna sound a little bit different, you know. But I don't know if I, I don't know if I've ever purposely bought a live album in my life. Ooh, I did it by no, accident once. I didn't, but uh, what I, I, did, I take I take that back. I'm sorry, Pantera 101 proof. August Burns oh, Red. I purposely bought that one. The uh, the only one I can think of that I ever bought intentionally was the Kill Switch Engage album that I talked about because that was yep. like my all time favorite album, start to finish. And they added, and they did it because uh, they put My Last Serenade and everything in there with Howard. Yep. So all, all their songs that were popular, they did like Rosa Sharon and uh, what I just said, My Last Serenade and all that with uh, with Howard. You wouldn't have had that on any of the previous albums, and that. All those live versions were awesome. They were great. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I, I, truthfully, I love, I love, uh, I love Adam. I love hearing him go off on his little side note tangents that make like barely any sense. Guys, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you a very important thing. <laughs> it's that I love. You. I love you all, <laughs> and I'll see you all in hell. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> he goes and runs away. He's like clap. I promise I won't tell your mom. <laughs> Adam, bro, one of the most talented guitarists I've ever seen yeah, in my good. life. But <clears throat> his personality is like next to none, dude. That guy's awesome. I love Killswitch. Anyway, uh, man, it's tough. It's tough in this in this industry. What I was going to say uh, that could have possibly been offensive to Evanescence is that when you've put out that many albums and not many people know about them, it usually means that they're not gaining momentum. Maybe they got the wrong push, or maybe they just didn't hit the mark mm-hmm. like your first couple albums did. Um, Creed saw a lot of that. Creed had three great albums, and then Full Circle sold like, I don't know, it was like an, a, a 20th of what all their other albums sold. So I feel like that happens to people. Uh, some of them bounce back, some of them don't. That's the industry. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of things go into it. I'm not throwing shade at Evanescence. They're a great band. Amy Lee's got a crazy good voice. Yeah, she does. Very, um, very opera. Yeah, but she's ta- like she can do it all live. That's what I've always respected yeah, about no, her. I is mean, that like she's she's the real deal. She does a uh, cool acoustic uh, freak on a leash with Jonathan Davis, which is pretty cool. Oh wow, never they seen. They do that. a duet thing. It's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. What else you got for us? I got one more. One more. So they they had a benefit gig. It was home for the holidays fundraising concert. Had everyone from, I don't know any of these people, what, but King what? Princess, Brandy Carlyle, Billy Porter, uh, Perry Farrell. But the one that stood out to me is Cindy Lauper and Marilyn Manson. What? Yep. Uh, so, let's see. The bright yellow mohawk Lauper and Manson teamed up for a lengthy rendition of the shock rockers of the beautiful people. With Manson opening up the performance the with a sinister people, take on Lopper's hit, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Relative to the size of the steel. So, um, also, Lopper also joined Rollins. I don't know who that Rollins. is. Henry Rollins. Rollins. Henry yeah. Rollins. Uh, for an intense guitar-heavy version of the Black Flag classic, Rise Above. Huh. So it was kind of neat that 
is it's weird that so random. The Henry Rollins band is still rolling around. Doing things. They're still Rollins around. Um, but it was just I thought it was kind of funny because he's the only one, like I mean Cindy Lauper <clears throat> is one of the old school. What was uh, your song in the eighties that was like a huge hit? What was it? Girls just want to have fun. That was it. Yeah. That was that's why I said Marilyn Manson meow, did, a, did a cover meow, of it. Meow, meow, meow. Um, but yeah, it was kind of neat that he's the only metal person in this whole group of uh, fundraising. But it's kind of it's neat. It's cool. Well, Henry Rollins, much, the Henry Rollins band is pretty heavy. Are they really? Yeah, he's. That guy so, looks pissed. Henry Rollins, he's an actor too. Is he? He was in uh, Sons of Anarchy. That makes sense. And he was in... So, uh, so was Ma- uh, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, he was in that movie, uh, The Chase, way back in the day with Charlie Sheen. Okay. He was like the cop in that movie. But he's always been uh, a rocker. And Henry Rollins, everybody's always respected Henry Rollins because he's, he's just been like a straight-up dude. Right. Like, he's never had that, like, douchebag mentality about everything. He just shows up and does whatever he's supposed to do and then rolls out and keeps going, you know? He's... Re- he's He's done a really good job. Uh, he was a really hated character in Sons of Anarchy, but he did it really well. He was a good guy. Um, I feel like uh, Marilyn Manson's just kind of like going wherever he can. Yeah. Because he was at the, the hip-hop concert, right. and now he's at this. He's just kind of doing whatever. <coughs> Truthfully, I don't know I don't know if the Henry Rollins band is, uh, is considered metal. I know it's rock. I don't know. Right. It's relatively heavy. He's a pretty talented singer. He's... he's I don't know. He's, he's got a couple. Of, if you look up their videos and stuff, he's got a couple of them that are pretty big hits. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of one of those like cult classic favorites kind of bands, you know? Sure. Um, kind of reminds me of like 30 Seconds to Mars. Okay. Like Jared Leto, actor. Right. Big deal kind of thing, but then like kind of faded away and like they, they only put out product that they want to put out. You right. know what I mean? Like they have that like, I feel like because they're like, uh, across genres of entertainment that they have a little more pull and they can get away with more stuff. Yep. And I've always respected him for that. But Yeah, that's, that's a crazy that's a crazy duo. I don't know what I'd do if I saw Cindy Lauper and Marilyn Manson <laughs> on the same stage. What the fuck? I'd probably try to go find my mom and I'm <clears throat> almost thirty years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mommy. Uh, well, that's those are the ones that I got for us today. Sweet Sweet Delio. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, bro. And stuff. Moving on. Moving on. Heavy metal over a six pack. Smashed banana album review. <laughs> Tonight's main event. We're gonna do that thing that we all love, or one of my favorite things to do on the show is we're gonna smash bananas all over albums. Woo! Dave, you brought the bananas, right? Bananas. Uh, no. But next week, I actually, I, I'm thinking I might. But if we actually do smash bananas down here. Somebody's cleaning that shit up. I mean, you live here. We can't well, be we can't be having banana all over the place. Who was that? Uh, who was that comedian that I never thought was funny that would the smash the watermelon? Things? Yeah, I forget his name. You know what I'm talking with about the though, mallet. Right? Yeah, the he'd mallet. always like, ah, this is, ah, and he just smash stuff, and the whole crowd would laugh. It's like, yep. why is that funny? That's the stupidest form of comedy I've ever seen in my life. That's what that reminded me of. Watermelon. Watermelon. <laughs> Marlon Webb. I went to college with him. You know, Did he's you from really? Templeton, right? I do know. Yeah, he went to Gantt. I uh I was in uh Sorry, I was in a sociology lost. class with him in college. Really? Yeah. And All then right. he moved to wherever the hell he's at now and he Interesting. is a big hit. Hey, what's up, Marlon? Yeah, you probably don't remember me either. It's cool. So we have a we have a six pack of uh, album reviews for you today. Two. Uh we all have two. One's gonna be a repeat because Dave's gonna re uh re review the uh Kill Switch Engage album. Re re. I didn't re review it. I never I never listened to Atonement. I have, so it'll be interesting. 
So I'm not. Don't say I'm re-reviewing a yeah, album that I'm we're not having another. We're having another review of it by a different side perspective. We're having a, a, well, a second opinion. How come nobody opinion. told me that? Because I would have been because I, I was going to let you roll with it. You yeah. guys set me up. Rude. What are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna walk away now? No, I just, that's I'm, fine. I'm going to get a beer. I'll you're be gonna back. fucking quit now. I'm not going. Because somebody else listened to your album. I'm not going to the corner store for a pack of cigarettes. Okay, Marcus. I'm actually gonna be back. Okay. See you, Dad. <laughs> Gross. Marcus, why don't you start us off? Not my real, but he's not my real dad. Not yet. You don't know that. I think so. Um. Anyway. Do <clears throat> <laughs> you see the resemblance? So let me let me cue up some uh, some some stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the one that I liked least Ooh. out of my two. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna also do that. So in no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the first band that I actually uh, picked up, I I have actually you know I've heard of this band. I've I've never actually kind of like really given them like a good look before before today. Uh, the band in question is gonna be Norma Jean. Hmm. Norma Jean started in 1997. Yeah. Been around for a little bit. They have bit. eight albums out. Mm. I Jeez. don't think they have one original member on any right. one of those albums. I don't albums. think a lot of their bands like that. Like yeah, they had they had all kinds of lineup changes. Uh, past members, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. There's thirteen past members in a. Well, the, the Wikipedia is only giving credit for two two members right now, so I'm going to say they're still probably having issues. But that's not that's not the point. Moving on. Moving on with our with our story. <clears throat> so, I um I picked this band because I wanted I actually kind of really wanted to do something like metalcore because I like enough. metal I like metalcore. Like if someone was to ask me like what my what my metal genre of choice would be, I'd probably say metalcore. Wow, really? I think so. But thanks for that reaction. That makes me feel. I, I didn't. I just didn't peg you as a metalcore type. Well, like like August Burns Red yeah, considers themselves metalcore. Fair enough. And that's my binky. Okay. So. So the good things. Um, good energy. Um, good energetic, like high, like high octane, like kind of breakdowns, kind of action. I I dig this dude's voice. Mm -hmm. um, his, his scream's pretty good. Like, uh, it has like a nice tone to it. Um, he actually has a little bit of a singing voice, which is cool. Like, I don't think you need to have a, like a spectacular singing voice to do metalcore by any means, but you need to have something in the pipes. Um, the uh, the album that the, that j was released in 2019 is called All Hail. Uh, there's 14 tracks on it. Jeez, and That's uh, a lot. yeah, but the songs are mad short though. Um, right? on average, I'd say probably three and a half minutes yeah. ish. Um, one of my favorite songs on the album is actually going to be you. Gotta, you got to go all the way to track thirteen. It's a song <laughs> called Anna. <laughs> but I mean, uh, unfortunately, it's probably going to be like a deep cut. It'll probably be something like you'll never hear unless you actually like check out the album because you know it's track thirteen, so they're probably burying it. It's to Anthony's point, most of the songs are relatively short, and this is uh, five minutes and thirty seconds long. Fair enough, ish. So that's that's long for them. Um, I'm going to create another metal genre. I'm going to call it not only metalcore. I'm going to call it Worcester Palladium Act. A a okay. So a Worcester, like right. so a Worcester Palladium Act. Like if you went to the, if you've ever been to the Worcester Palladium, you can hear kick drum, you can hear bass, and that's about it. Pretty much. Never been. You'll get a little bit of vocal and probably very little guitar, but all you're, you're going to hear a whole th lot of thumping. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that, that sounds like something else. The floor will move. Uh, some dickhead will spray, Try to spill with, spill spray with drinks, on you. and you will fall all over yourself. 
and it will sound incredible at the Palladium. And I feel like Norma Jean would sound incredible at the Palladium. Wow. But overall, it's a, it's a very, I mean, there's nothing like super duper spectacular. Like, I can't tell you, like, I, I heard my, the best guitar riff I've ever heard. No, not on this album. I heard the best vocals I've ever heard. Eh, not so much on this album. But it's a, it's a pleasant listen. You can really kind of go song one through 410, and you'll be <laughs> song one through 14. And, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh what I, one of the other reasons why I picked this this band over like a couple of the others that I kind of sampled like a little bit is there is a little bit of difference in between all of their tracks. Like you're not just listening to the same song over Fair and enough. over and over and over and over again. A little bit of different variations and like some of the setup. If I was gonna smash some bananas on, I mean it's a three point five out of six for me. That's fair. Okay. They got a, a pretty big cult following though, Norma Jean. Really. I wanted to do the research prior to, and I wish I could tell this story. Anthony's probably looking at it right now, but why the band's called Norma Jean, I'm going to find that out. Probably should. And I'm going to keep that information myself. <laughs> so yeah. nobody You'll knows. never know or, unless or, you go research it yourself. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Norma, I mean, so 3.5, that's a, ge- that, it's a generous 3.5, guys. Like, I mean, it's definitely worth a listen. Like, they're a cool band. They're cool. Like, I dig them. Like, Fair enough. I'm just, I'm in a critical mood today, so 3.5. <laughs> critical mood? Isn't that every day? No, actually, no. <laughs> I got five on it. I feel like I've started to be one of the more positive people. On the show, oh, oh, okay. Oh. There's a little bit of shade there. Anthony, he's talking crap about you, yeah. clearly. Because an asshole. Ta- talking about you, you negative Nelly. Yeah. Because if, it, if it's not fucking Tala or Fathom Farewell, it's shit. Or kill switch. Come on now. <laughs> <Get> do <it laughs> listen. Right. Uh, do you want me to do both mine, or do you, are we gonna? Yeah, just do, are we gonna? Both. We're gonna round robin. No, just do them both, and then we'll we'll go down the line. So you want me to like stop talking after my segment's over? Okay, I got you. Okay, much. Gonna, so <laughs> my second favorite out of my or my first favorite out of my two picks. So Anthony, what did you li- no. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> nice asshole. All right, hold on. Let me uh, let me cue this up for my voice. I went a little different direction. I did not go metalcore this time. You went One Direction boy band. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, they are all men in this band. This is a men band. A men band. <laughs> men band. <laughs> All right. The, uh, let's see which one. Um, Did you listen skip. to the instrumental version or just the, the regular one? I listened to the regular one, but okay. that's actually a good point. So, so the, the, banding, the band is going to be Shadow of Intent. Uh, the album is called Melancholy. Uh, I would I would describe this band as to be, and this is my interpretation of it. I did not look this up. I would call this a dark metal a dark slash heavy slash doom slash maybe a little metalcore. Dark heavy doom you, metalcore. I just I just uh, noticed this, but they have a instrumental version of all three of their albums. Oh wow! Yes. So this is interesting. What that means is that the instrumentals on these on these tracks could actually tell their own story, and you don't even need their vocalist. Now I find like it interesting that they would choose to release said instrumental tracks, but. Um, it actually has the elements of like a like a doom black metal that I enjoy, where it's like really theatric, really mm-hmm. or or like there's not a, there's not a lot of orchestra, but there's um there's atmospheric yes there's atmospheric tones in the background like be, behind the music and it's done well like it's not overbearing it's not overpowerful it's just you just happen to know it's there it's like oh like like <laughs> like shit like shit's like fucking mm-hmm. rising right now like while we're playing mm-hmm. this stuff. 
And I always like uh, the guitars, the guitar solos. They make sense. They fit the tune. Like that's always been big with me when it comes to guitar solos. I hate when it sounds random and out of place, kind of a thing. Like that's just fucking weird to me. Um, and I like how, like, going back to what I was gonna say, like black metal, dark metal, like th- stuff like that. Like when the vocals come in, like shit just goes fucking crazy. Yep. Like there's crazy double bass and like stuff is just like going like going like off the charts like. <clears throat> chaotic but the cool thing is is these guys will actually add like a nice like slower rhythmic breakdown like they kind of change their tone up a little mm. bit so you're not just listening to um it it changes i i i enjoyed the shit out of this album like i i think i listened to like all 10 of these songs and maybe two of the instrumental i went with the vocal version personally <laughs> fair enough um reminds me a lot it kind of brings me back to like old school of modern marth okay. oh wow um I got uh, what is it, Demir, Demi Borger, Demi Borger, thank you, Demi Borger. That's yep. that's what I get out of him. I think it's the drums. El Drumos. It's a cool band, <coughs> and I I actually, I'm kind of glad I fell into this. Um, they have all kinds of stuff. They are from where are they from? They are from Canada. Uh, new. Wait a minute. Shadow Ten is an American metal band based in New England, originally formed. But what? I was close. New England. These guys are local? <laughs> Can we get them on the show? <clears throat> the why is all their shit in, like, fucking different language? Swahili. <laughs> Holy Christ. Uh, Do we know you people? Can you come on? Because <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Do we shop at the same grocery store? Okay, apparently these guys are... <laughs> see, this is when hosts aren't paying attention. Um, this is... These guys are apparently local to us. Isn't New that England. exciting? They're based. New England, yeah. Huh. And a four-piece. Yep. And a four-piece on top of that. That's fucking amazing. Fancy. Absolutely amazing. So, yeah, good band. Five out of six. Certified banana bread. Would you uh, Would you rate the other one? 3.5. 3.5. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. So 8.5 total out of 12 between the two? No, no, no. I wouldn't compare the two. <laughs> I wouldn't right. compare Why not? I'm not going to gonna blend my, my banana bread with that. <laughs> <laughs> that salty sour. You don't cross banana uh, breads. No, don't cross That's just something breads. you don't do. Shit, man! Now I now I gotta go find these guys because, like, apparently I can go touch them in person. All right, Dave, Dave, what Please do you got? don't. We don't need any more restraining orders, Marcus. <laughs> touch. Like uh, we, so I reviewed. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to kind of <clears throat> expand my horizons a bit. Uh, there's a band that has been pretty popular as of late that uh, I wanted to check out because. I'd, I'd heard mixed things about, didn't really know too much about them, so I wanted to check out their album. Um, figured they weren't really my type, but uh, I, I wanted to at least try and give them a, give them a solid shot. So I listened to uh, Knocked Loose, their new album, A Different Shade of Blue. And so they're, they're described as a, a hardcore punk band. Which, yeah, which I, I was I was surprised kinda, about because like they usually play truthfully they play like metalcore shows and stuff with all yeah. these other types of metalcore bands just from the you know the different there's no uh, clean vocals though right that I heard I don't right and truthfully there's there's really not any uh, at least on this album uh, I wasn't I wasn't too impressed with it it's not really my thing uh, you know as I've said I respect anybody who can make it in the music industry regardless of what they make. Uh, they have my respect for making it. Uh, I probably wouldn't listen to the album again. That's just me. 
truthfully, I kind of caught myself like not knowing if certain tracks were over and new tracks <laughs> were starting. Gotcha. Not trying to be rude. Uh, just kind of same kind of thing. If you're into that, man, like if you're into hardcore punk stuff, if you're into Knock Loose, by all means, go for it. It's it's a consistent album. I'll say that. You know, they're very consistent in the product that they put out. Uh, hardcore punk apparently just isn't really my thing. I never really knew that there was a hardcore punk genre. Instrumentally, I think they're actually pretty impressive. Like yeah. they got some catchy riffs and stuff. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the vocals. It's just not my type of. Scream. Yeah, it's a lot of fry screams and stuff. It just sounds like like the mother in her at the grocery store yelling at her children. I had to double check. I thought it was female. Yeah, yeah. it's that's very weird. Uh, it's different, and I think I think that's what sets them apart. I think that's what people like. And look, man, like every, there's there's no rhyme or reason to music. Like people like what they like. Uh, I'm not gonna knock anybody for it. I'm certainly not gonna knock a band that's actually made it and is doing good things. Um, it's just not really my thing. Uh, I I tried I tried to give them a listen and stuff. There was really nothing that really jumped out at me for this album. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. And truthfully, like, I, I, I even, so I technically I listened to it twice. I went back and skipped around, and I was like, oh, like twice. I was like, oh, wait, this isn't the same song. <laughs> that's and, this one. That's that and one. I, I like a lot of the instrumental stuff. I really do. But then I started picking up on patterns, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of similarity in patterns. And, and, you know, obviously you have to have that as as an artist. Uh, I think because it's not particularly my thing, uh, I'm automatically more kind of critical of it than I am sure. supportive. You know, that's just kind of natural. Sorry, guys. Uh, all the love in the world, all the respect in the world. Just really not my not my kind of gig. Uh, I'd truthfully, I'd, I'd give it. Uh, I'd give it a two out of six. That's just okay. just me. Uh, not really my thing. Uh, not a uh, nothing. Nothing jumped out at me. So the whole right. time I was like, okay, like. You know, sometimes sometimes there's albums that are uh, kind of hard to to listen through. I think uh, Seether even put out a couple albums that were like, okay, like all a couple of their songs were like filler songs, you know, stuff you never really hear, kind of weird odds and ends and stuff. So I always try to give artists a, a shot, like a legitimate shot, and go in blind. And uh, just nothing jumped out at me at this. Um, so again, all the respect, but I'd, I'd give them a solid two out of six. Uh, Okay. <laughs> That's really it. The uh, the other album that I checked out unknowingly that Marcus already reviewed was uh, <laughs> Killswitch's uh, new album Atonement. Uh, so I listened to it, and I haven't been following Killswitch as much ever since they, they went to Jesse, truthfully. And I kind of feel bad about it because I went back and I, I looked at interviews and all these other things. Jesse's a really good guy. Yeah. Uh He's got great vocal range. He's upped his game a whole heck of a lot um, this second time around with the band, and I think I think the album overall was was pretty awesome. Uh, there was actually a couple songs that jumped out at me on this album. <clears throat> Obviously, I have to give a shout out to the Signal Fire because Howard's the man. I um, uh, I think it's close for both of them. I think I think they have very different sounds between Jesse and Howard, but. Uh, Obviously, I, I'm 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 a I'm a fan of Howard, but I respect the crap out of Jesse. I think he's a awesome vocalist. I think for him to step up and do what he's done is uh, great. I think that he kind of has to. Everybody puts their own spin on on different things anyway, but he did a great job with this album. Uh, there was a song called "Crownless King" that was really good. That one's really good um, with Chuck Billy. Yep, that one. That one was it was solid, and then. Uh, 
the other one that they did the video for, I'm I'm broken too. Uh, I think I, one of the singles too. Michael. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't a, a huge huge fan of that song the first time I heard it, but then I watched the video, and the video did it for it. Like it it, it made more sense. You know what I mean? It just it kind of all encompassing brought it all together. Um, overall, I think that album was awesome. Um, truthfully, I kind of want to go buy tickets, especially now that they're touring with Light the Torch. I'd love to go see that show. Um, I think I'm I'm truthfully going to buy tickets to the next show that they come around. This album, I'd give it a... uh, So I've been teetering between 4.5 and 5. Strictly because there's some, like, I don't know, I kind of relate everything to, like, the end of Heartache album and, like, all the, all the... Oh, they're, they've had so many hits. It's so hard. It's so hard to to kind of compare their 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 last work to their latest work. You know, like uh, all the stuff they've already done successfully. But uh, overall, I think it's a really good album. I'm gonna stick with the 4.5 review. Um, I'd listen to it again. I'd go through it all. There's probably like two or three songs total that jumped out at me. Uh, but overall, if you love Kill Switch, this is the classic Kill Switch sound. Adam's got some nasty riffs in this too. Oh, yeah. um, I think it's. I think overall, I think Atonement's awesome. So, I'll say that. Okay. What do you got, man? What do I got? Yeah. Well, besides that thing you talked about with the doctor and yeah, that's different. That's different. Sorry about that, by the way. I, you know, it is what it is. You just can't trust those truck stop bathrooms, man. Well, He's, I just probably shouldn't run my sack over the wall. <laughs> that's my issue. <laughs> I don't know what what gets in me to do that. We all have weird habits. To each his own. <laughs> I but can't, we I digress. Can't, I, I can't even comment. I'm not even sure where they cut <laughs> into this weirdness. <laughs> Little well, blow the waist. Uh, so, um, I'm actually going to start with a... Actually, when we had the episode with Justin, um, t- uh, Justin talked a little bit about um, like upcoming bands and one of the Loudwire things. One was Tala. Uh, two was um, Oculus. Oh, wow. Oddly enough. Number three was the band I am talking about, Ginger. Um, and their first, first, um, their the newest album, Jesus. Um, I've picked at Ginger. If that sounds weird, but like I've, I, I've picked at Ginger. Yeah, yeah, like I haven't like dedicated a, to listen to a whole album. More of a nutmeg kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Marianne. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Pisces originally off their first uh, or yeah first album. Uh, Outlander off the second one. Like I've only grabbed here and there. I've never dedicated to actually fully listen to it. Uh, so this would be my first uh, jump into a Ginger album. And the thing that I like about these guys is they take mm-hmm. that kind of you these know, what? Hmm? It's not guys. These what? Well, guy and one girl. Hang on, gentlemen. Is gentle uh, people. Is is Ginger male fronted, Anthony? Um, anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> they they have this kind of like weird groove to their songs. Like it's not your traditional just like like pound pound metal. Um, there's a lot of transitions. Like the guitar work and the drum work is first of all flawless, but it's so weird and and almost I don't want to use the word random. But it's it's very technical, unpredictable. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Okay. And the mix with her cleans and her growls are just disgusting. Like she's very good at that. <laughs> like I remember I showed a buddy of mine these guys, 
And like she starts mad clean. He's like, this is pretty good. Then she starts like the screaming. He's like, she needs an exorcism. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's. Can you imagine being her significant other and pissing her off? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you leave the groceries out? Pretty pretty much. Much. Oh, shit. Oh. Um, My bad. These guys are from, uh, they're a Ukrainian band. Really? From, I'm going to fuck this up, Don- Donetsk, Ukraine. Um, but I've listened to this album a few times. Cool story on this band, too. Like, they, they'd be fun to do a feature on one of they these would. days. They would. Um, so the album uh, released this year is called Macro. Um, going through, again, going back to what I said, they have this uniqueness, which is almost like you kind of want to see what happens. Like, you never, it never, like, kind of, like, repeats. Like, there's always something kind of going on, and, like, it changes, and you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a surprise. It's like a Wonder Ball, except not horrible stickers or bad candy. You're my Wonder Ball. Hey, whatever. Oh. Different, different song? <laughs> that, was, that was college. Just different, different. Oh. Um, Pick some songs out of here. Uh, Judgment was actually their, um, their re- single release that came out. Um, probably not my favorite. Not really... In my wheelhouse, but um, on top is really good. Pit of Consciousness also very good. Uh, Pausing Death is, is phenomenal. Um, they're all, and uh, I believe if I'm correct, uh, I think it's retrospection is in another language as well. I don't believe it is a, a fully English song. Fair but um, overall, I mean, I've really enjoyed this album. Uh, honestly, more than I thought I would, because I've touched. Like I said, I picked. So a lot of the other albums I've jumped in and I haven't really been too excited. Like I lose interest. But this album has has grabbed has piqued my interest. Um, I would probably give it a five out of six. Nice. Ooh, certified banana bread. Booyah. We got we got to do a thing where we like where we send these bands some banana bread or something you with all these smashed time. bananas. We nobody, really should. Nobody wants our goddamn banana bread. Hey, you don't know that, bro. <clears throat> you don't know how happy if a somebody band would randomly be. shipped you banana bread. Would you eat that? I'd think about it. <laughs> From you, person like, you've never heard of, bro. Ever? If if, if like there was like a one fan, here's some banana bread. If there was like a business card and a link to the YouTube video where we smashed the bananas <laughs> and then made the banana, I'd be like, oh, these guys are awesome. Like, hey, actually, it's pretty good. I'll give you a review. And so we biased. made our own You're banana beer. We sent it to you because mm. we rated your album awesome. Yeah, but you know, truth be told, we'd probably send out banana bread and get like a no contact order. You <laughs> yeah. Four out of five tests, they did not come back blind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my second one. We still got to make that banana cornbread. Uh, was Wait. actually why did I why did I favorite that? Um, this is a band that I used to listen to. God long time ago and i believe the album that i listened to originally was true love never dies from 2012 uh the band is called otherwise um they've always been kind of like a shine downy kind of deal hmm. um i like shine down but he had like he has like a really cool voice like it's got this kind of like if you're from the 90s like think of like a nothing face yeah that's a good way to put it um Gemini syndrome. It's got like Ish. this kind of low, like ooh, like a, like a almost almost Opry at times. I guess would be a kind of way to put it. Um, Those would be the two that I can compare it to: Gemini syndrome and Nothing Face. So their new album called Defy, and according to Wiki, after hmm, I think they have sixteen past members, something like that. Good grief! Um, the first song off the album is Bad Trip, which I actually really enjoy. 
Like, I really enjoy this song. It's actually really good. Um, jumping I enjoy in, a bad trip every yeah. now and then. Uh, jumping into money right after. And then getting in the crossfire is, getting, is good. After that, I've picked up on something. And my better half can actually testify this as well. Now, if you listen to the album before, like I said, he has this kind of unique voice, which I like. When you listen to this entire album, he sings exactly like Shinedown. Huh. He has that same sound. Yeah. If you listen to it. And she was in the car with me, and I, and I brought it up, and I kind of pointed out that it sounds like Shinedown. And then later in the thing, she's like, is this the same band that you were talking about? Like, yeah, she's like, it sounds exactly like Shinedown. It's almost like they followed them in the same... Like, he doesn't do that, that voice. He does this whole different sound where it's almost a replica like, if I didn't know better, I would think it was Shinedown. That's good, though. Uh, yes and no. But yeah. it's already been done. It just kind of ruins it to, for me, personally. Well. He's even got, like, these kind of weird attempts at, like, rapping, like like Shinedown's starting to do with a pop in the back, like, oh, I didn't like know we're that. listening to right now. Like, if you listen to Shinedown's new album, it sounds exactly like this. Are they on the same label? That I don't know. Because... A lot nah, of times. I don't I, believe so. But no, I, I don't think so. Otherwise, is uh, like a West Coast, like they're kind of like a B. I, I hate to use this word, but they're like kind of like a B-level West Coast. I don't mm-hmm. think they share a label with Shinedown. Okay. Um, Like I said, yeah, it started I, really good. I kind of I hear like a Shinedown meets uh, Theory of a Dead Man. And it's just, it's the voice that was really driving me nuts because... Theory of a Dead Man, don't get me started on those losers. Theory of a Nickelback. Theory of of My Darkest Days. Um, But, (laughs) like I said, it started good, and I don't know, I kind of lost it halfway through. Um, Bad Trip, though, good song. I enjoy that one. Crossfire is actually pretty decent as well. Um, I mean, there's not much more I can say besides if you like Shinedown, you'll probably get okay with these guys. I'm going to check them out now because I I actually do like Shinedown. I would give it a four. Okay. And I like Theory of a Dead Man, and I like Nickelback. There, I said it. There you go. Somebody, somebody called me names. Sam Steve. The new Theory of a Dead Man can go fuck itself, as far I as I'm concerned. Uh, what's that song? Uh, not Pharmacy Prescription or whatever. Some what's Pharmacy it? Prescription? I don't know. It's that's on like CBS. I just heard Walgreens. some god-awful piece of crap on like Octane the other day. I don't know. I'm just not into it. That's me, though. I'm allowed not to like things. No, no opinions allowed. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Sweet. We have nothing else to talk to you people about. Well, we probably do. We've exhausted our pipes. What do you want to talk about, Dave? Aluminum. That's metal, right? Do it. Mm -hmm. So the thing about aluminum foil, if you uh, put your food on it and then put it into the oven, and you can crank your oven up as high as you want it to go, uh, Mm -hmm. if you you reach into that oven – and grab it out by the aluminum foil, you won't burn your hands. Untrue. I've done it. Me too, but also very untrue, depending on how much the tin foil is actually put together, the heat will actually rise. If it's crumpled too much, they'll actually... I can't believe there's actually a debate that falling <laughs> yeah. out of this. No, this so... Is like, this is I, like, I, I totally get what you mean, but if you grab it on areas that there's too much crumpled together, it, it will actually heat up more than... I don't know, man. I always, so I, I always pull like a big sheet... And then I crumple the edges, and I'll put like pizza or mm-hmm. wings or whatever. And put right, it we the are about to start the, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to start the next <laughs> internet craze. And then I pull. This it is going to be the aluminum foil challenge. Aluminum foil challenge. Put something in your oven on aluminum foil At and take it out barehanded, and you won't burn your hands. Four hundred and fifty degrees. Yeah, four. That's fine. 
That's typically what like mozzarella sticks and like you hey, know wings you gotta, and all you that gotta crap leave cook at anyway. You gotta leave yourself like the, you gotta leave yourself like the tab so you can grab it. Okay, now if you're gonna be one of these dill holes that that goes in there and like puts the aluminum foil over their pizza pan and then grabs it, I'm gonna slap well, you. Well, then that, that you're just stupid <laughs> at that point. Because it like but it has I to cover the pan with aluminum foil. Dave told me I aluminum can foil. Pick it up. And if you're one of these sacrilegious people that's going to put a beer inside the oven at 450 degrees on aluminum foil, just please don't. That sounds very, we are not that responsible. Sounds very personal. Wait, wait, wait. Why would, you, why would that happen, Dave? Because it's heavy metal over a six-pack. So if you put a six-pack of beer on aluminum foil in your oven, it'd be very messy. Aluminum oh, technically is considered a heavy It's metal. an alloy. It's a metal. Who in their right mind is going to put a six-pack of beer Probably in some dill hole. You leave my dill hole at it. I will not. Not until you go. make me banana cornbread. This is great content. I feel like we should just keep going with this. So I'm so curious why anybody would put a six pack in their in their oven. I truthfully have no idea. I was just trying to. I is, was this trying to pre, is this a preheated oven or is this? A I was cold trying oven? to put the worst possible scenario out there because we are heavy metal over a six pack, and some in fact, some poor soul would probably be like, "Hey guys, I got an idea." If I'm you're putting put if this in there, film it, and blame them and sue them. I would actually great. request if you're putting six packs in your oven, don't listen to us anymore. Dude, Put them in your microwave. That's perfectly okay. good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and take a video. <laughs> All right, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. All right, a new internet sensation. <laughs> microwave six packs. I'm kind of curious what would happen to a beer if you put it in the oven. The now. aluminum would just spark and it actually blow the microwave. No, not the microwave. I want the oven. Oh, the oven. Uh, like the up. pressure. The pressure alone would probably. Yeah. That'd be fun. It'd probably burst at one point. Everything you. Especially if it starts to boil. I bet the can would just expand. Uh, like it would turn expand at a very fast rate of pressure. <laughs> it would turn. <laughs> it would turn. That's an explosion, Marcus. Have you ever put a beer the in innie a fire? Would be, the innie yes. would become an Audi. The innie would become an Audi. Hey, that's well. I mean, yeah, that's pretty popular. And then it would start spraying everywhere, and there's no oven cleaner in the world that's going to clean that shit. When my innie becomes an Audi, I spray everywhere too, so that's fine. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you agreed with me. I'm glad you were just like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Not even that, bro. Not as awkward. <laughs> we disagree. It's like, yeah. It's like, right, I guys? Got I got you. Right, right, Please? guys? Guys? I'm trying to think of what other kinds of metal there are that are cool. And tinfoil is really the only good one. Tungsten? Anyway, look, man. I Everything, every. so I, I think, personally, this is just me. I think microwaves are the devil. I don't <laughs> I use microwaves. I, I have one. I put one in my house. I paid for the appliance to be put in my I house, d- and I, I do, won't use I it. I make popcorn. I don't use mine often, but I was going to say, popcorn is right. Microwave, there's nothing wrong with microwave popcorn. No, I, I cook it. I cook it on the stovetop. I'm one of those. I mean, you can buy, like, the... So, like, when I reheat my coffee in the morning... I used to have a like, whirly pop. I used to love my whirly pop. I use, yeah. a, uh, I use a French press for coffee. So Except I, I, didn't yeah, clean, I, have one of those. I didn't clean it very well. And, like, all the nooks and crannies were, like, all the cranks and, like, whatnot. Oh. Really gross looking. Ick. And I was I, like, I'm just going to throw this away this time. I reheat everything either on the cooktop or in the oven. I will not use a microwave for Same anything. One. I won't I won't even be we near it a, if it's on. My better half likes the toaster oven. Yeah. Ah, oh, toaster oven is awesome. So, I, mean, I don't anything, even have one anymore, though. No. I just use my... I mean, I, we, I mean, we, she, that's like, she doesn't really like to use the oven. So, like, she'll make, like, the chicken fingers for the kid or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, heat up stuff just right in the toaster oven. Because it's quicker than heating an entire oven for, like, two pieces I of just pizza. Ha- I actually, I think I have one around here. I want to bring it to work. That way I can have, like... Glorious toaster oven lunches. Just come in with it. So right here. it truthfully started. <laughs> I do because, already. Uh, I mean, except I have to use my microwave at work. Sorry, Dave. You're not sorry cut, at all. You cut me off like four times at the last your, like cover your precious ears. His ears are covered. They have headphones. <laughs> it started because I thought uh, all, all microwave food tastes like rubber, 
and I did some research on it. They're like, oh yeah, that's because the well, the first the first article I read, they're like, yeah, that's because the nutrients modify. I was like, nutrients modify. What does that mean? They're like, yeah, it literally kills all the nutrients in the food that's when right. you reheat it. <laughs> that's why it tastes different. That's like, right. Hmm. I have those. Uh, what is it? The the microwave. I want some radiation bacon, food? Bacon rack. Mm. Where you like, it's like a plastic rack you put the bacon on. Ugh. It's supposed to like crisp it Ugh. in the microwave. It's like, why would you even put bacon in the microwave? Yeah, I know. Uh, they need to make like a metal one for a metal bacon rack crisper for the oven. Okay. I was going to say with the microwave. Because oven, oven cooked bacon is, that's where it's at. Marcus, do you have anything to say? Oh, we So talk. anyway, there was uh, a, <laughs> oh, getting some Marcus treatment over there. Oh, that's weird. It never happens to me. But anyway, I only cook in the oven, and I use tinfoil, and I grab it barehanded out of the oven. And you kids should try that, too. This is this is the new challenge. But Heavy Metal Over Six Pack is not responsible for how to. much dill holidness happens in your livelihood. I used to work with a guy who could actually take shit out of the oven with his bare hands. Yeah. And, like, walk down to they his like station. Straight and it's up like, it's like, yeah, all right. Just Do you want to know? All right. The problem that I have is like I, I cook with cast iron a lot, and I have grabbed my cast iron pan oh, yeah, after taking it out ugh. of the oven. Yeah. So uh -huh. like full grip grab. Mm -hmm. That's nice. So it? many times in my life. So I actually did it. Like this is actually a true story. Before it was like the night before one of our shows, like one of the ones I had to play guitar for. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. I, I, oh no. Thank God <clears throat> this is the pick hand. Yeah. But still, it wasn't right. I have a story about that because I, I just recently went to Vegas for my buddy's wedding, and when I was at the hotel, I was like. You're just cutting me off on purpose now, aren't no, you? No, I'm not. Are you, are, do you have more story? It sounded no. like you didn't have any more story. <laughs> I'm just busting Weird. Balls, That's bro. so strange that you didn't have more story and I started talking. Um, I went down to get breakfast in the morning because I was like, wow, like, I'm super hungry. And they had breakfast skillets. And they give you your entire breakfast. like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever you wanted. But, like, an actual skillet. You'd get the whole thing. And it's, like, ginormous. It's like a family-sized skillet. The guy brings it over to me. Puts it on my table and puts the handle right in front of my chest. Did you grab it? I was like, and like he had the oven mitt on and everything. He was like, here you go. And he's just like bolted. And I was like, bro, I can't eat this right now and I can't move it. I'm like, like so far away. <laughs> like, this is, I'm like trying to like, this sucks. Ah, I hate steam. Like, and it's like, it's like shredded potatoes and like eggs and I'm like, ah, it's all falling off the bottom. Like, ah, I'm just going to eat this bacon. I just this get sucks. that. I just get that little kid problem when they're like, don't touch the skillet. It's really hot. I'm like, well, now I want to see. <laughs> How hot is it? How, so, hot, how hot is it? So I took the napkin off the table, which was paper. And I, I just like patted it as much as I could, like folded it over as many possible times as I could. I was like, I just need to push this thing as, as fast as I can. And I shoved it, and like people started like looking around, because like, what's that smell? <laughs> what is that? And I like put my brown napkin down on the table that stunk, like burning paper, and everyone's like trying to eat their breakfast, looking around, like, what is that? Why does it smell like the kitchen's on fire? <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing. The, no uh, problem. The story that I always have is when I worked in, in Worcester. Uh, it was just me and this other guy, and. I had a saute pan that came out of the oven, and I put it on the charbroiler to keep warm. Like, so the whole thing is, and I looked at him, I'm like, do not touch this, it's very hot. <laughs> I did no. like, I did like three things, turned around and grabbed it. Went like halfway, and it was just like, whoosh, just as it let go. And you could see like the entire, exactly like the shape of the handle, like, it's my <laughs> it's own like, fault. Like, I literally worst. told 
him not to touch it. Was it. Like a, was like, like that Home Alone M burned <laughs> into his hand. Like, no like, joke. He has like, that for life see, now. Like the like, hole where you uh, hang uh, it up. Like, it's like, oh, oh boy. Forget that. Good that test. scene in that movie was well done. You could you could feel that with that noise. Actually, that scene in that movie was not well <laughs> done. Let me grab this empty one. So here's the doorknob in Home Alone, right? And he and he grabs it like this. This is exactly how he grabs it. <laughs> like full then, blown hand. Yeah, like this. This is how he grabs the doorknob, right? You see you see the the area of my hand. So if the M is standing up like this, then the burn on his hand should be an M sideways. But when you look at it, it's right side up. Plot hole, Home Alone, Plot do hole? better. Did you ever see, I think it was a YouTube video, like the actual effects of like all of the Home Alone pranks? What they would actually do to people? Yeah, like what it would yeah. actually, like, like so <laughs> like the, the, the paint can in the face would like pretty much destroy you. Just crush your skull and explode. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> right in the schnoz. Uh, all right, Dave, buddy, sign, sign us off, bud. Tell All right, our, kids. Tell the people where they can find us. We are Heavy Metal Over Six Pack. You can find us on Spotify, Podomatic, YouTube, Facebook. YouTube. Uh, we're not on the Twitter, um, but we respect the people who are. We are there. Technically we're we are. kind of there. I just don't use it very often. We're just not big fans of the Twitter. So uh, tell your friends, negative. tell your family. <laughs> uh, if, you're, if, if, if you search the internet and you are looking for something that can give you Rock, metal, and beer reviews, both, well, locally, nationally, and internationally. Heavy Metal Over Six Pack is your home. Feel free to subscribe, hit us up, send us a message, tell us how stupid we are for digressing like a million times. So we do best. Uh, we want to know if you, uh, if you agree with our, uh, with our beer reviews as well as our album reviews and why, if you agree <laughs> or disagree. So I don't. <laughs> feel you free, suck. Feel free to hit us up specifically about That's that. That's very productive. We have had a couple of comments so far uh, uh, with some very vague statements. Yours doesn't count. Maybe we'll give them a shout out in some some next couple episodes. You Wait, know? have we? But yeah, we have comments. Yes, yes, we do. So feel free to check us out. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.